Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mac. This is Shreddy Break, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious. I'm Chris Lapp and I'm delighted to be joined by the Playboy Prince of Professional Wrestling Podcasting, Nick Leary. Good evening. <laughs> Lovely shout out there to James from last week. <laughs> Lance, keep KFA. Oh, sorry, to Lance. Oh, which review host Oliver Newman? Yep, and free time wrestling author. Um, hi, guys. How you doing? I'm very good. Very well. Just uh, with that, we could just say that my mine and Lance's rivals got a bit personal. We've gone to that bit where people, you know, and wrestlers called Triple H Hunter and Batista Dave and Stone Cold <laughs> Steve. So we just pretend it's that. It's a, it's a feud that's got a bit personal. <laughs> so why that's tickled me so much? <laughs> so Oliver, um, sounds like you've had a fun week this week in uh, ROH review. So, so sounds like exciting times ahead. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's exciting times for somebody who likes to run on fumes. Um, geez, am I tired? Uh, yeah, it's 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 going great. Um, you know, we've started this new series, ROH Review Interviews, um, and we've we've had Shane Hagadorn, ROH alumni. Uh, that was yesterday. Today, I've been able to uh, interview uh, HC Loke and Tony DeVito. The, the, uh, the Carnage crew were one-time ROH tag team champions. So it's amazing that we've reached out and, and everyone wants to be interviewed. That's that's incredible. On the other side of it, um, you know, trying to get the show down to an hour took me until half six this morning Wow! to, uh, to edit it. So, um, yeah, uh, running on fumes. But uh, <laughs> it's... it's uh, it's amazing. We started this three and a half months ago. Uh, for you know, after episode thirteen, with no UK TV deal, uh, which has finally been, um, you know, the the information's come out that the the show is finished. Uh, it's uh, kind of series, I would imagine. Um, and yeah, me and Stephen wanted to continue it with these interviews and. Uh, that's why we coined uh, episode 14, Please Don't Die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you also went to a show at the weekend, was there any highlights? Oh, yeah, this this was fantastic. Um, CJ Banks, I've, I've heard of uh, The Gatekeeper, I've heard of, um, you know, uh, on, the, on the grapevine for so many years, but I don't think I've ever seen him wrestle. And seen, he was... Uh... Three times live, I think. Yeah, he's such a, um, he's such a dickhead. <laughs> that's his. Well, in real life, he seems like a lovely guy, but his, yeah. his character is such a. Yeah, dick. his character on the show is like, "Oh, no man's gonna come out and fight me." Yeah, and I was thinking, oh, "Okay, someone's gonna come out, gonna have a great wrestling match um, because of CJ Banks's reputation." Yeah, and he's like, "No man," and then uh, Lizzie. Lizzie Styles comes out, and I was like, okay, now I'm interested. This is going to be cool. And he's kind of talking down to Lizzie. Um, you know, she, she kind of lets her actions speak louder than her words, and they wrestle up a storm. Uh, lit, you know, obviously, CJ's uh, a misogynist heel, and uh, Lizzie is like the girl next door baby face, and it was awesome. Um, I've, I've and never then, seen Lizzie's face. I've always, she's always been a heel whenever I've seen her as well. Yeah, well, uh, this is proof that she can play the the other role as yeah. well, or even better. Uh, she was she was magnificent. He was great as well because obviously every great heroine needs a great villain. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, he he was like pulling the hair behind the ref's back and stuff, just just like you know usual 
kind of uh, nefarious tactics and stuff. But then Lizzie pulls out a German suplex out of nowhere. And I'm like, okay, uh, this is for the, the families, but still appeals to me. Yeah. Um, you know, being a being a wrestling fan, the writer and author and stuff. Um, yeah. And then uh, CJ picks up the win by cheating feet on the ropes. Um, then, like, the main event is uh, you know, six-person battle roll. There's only six people used on the show, which they saved a lot of money. Um, and, you know, uh, Lizzie goes on, uh, eliminates CJ, and um, and wins the battle roll. There's, there's only a couple of things that I would have done a little bit differently, if, if you can indulge me. Mm-hmm. Um I think Lizzie should have probably spoke, although her actions did speak louder than words. And I would have had her start the battle royal as opposed to coming in, I think, fifth yeah. um, at the, the sixth and go through. Well, not necessarily eliminate everyone, but just last the whole time. Um, and another person that stood out, uh, you know, obviously Lizzie was, was incredible. So was CJ Banks. Uh, Tyler Owens, he was getting dogs abuse from the crowd. Uh, excuse the pun and you know he he was uh you know he was dishing it out on his opponent um the the right way to deal with things he's like getting pushed by kids and things that nature he's like no but like push like pushed in the face and things that Mm -hmm. nature um and he was like no i'm just going to take it out on my opponent um brilliant performance from him as well yeah, cool. I'm um, going to TNT Ignition this weekend with the family, which is going to be really fun. So, yeah. I'll just go through some of the matches they've got on together. We've got a uh, number one contender, Gauntlet. We've got um, Visage, Cameron Salas, um, Scott Davis, Pyro, uh, Craig West, Scotty Oberman, uh, Big Joe, and um, Mickey Knight Jr. That's going to be such great up and coming stars. Of the British scene in that match. Then in the, the main event, you've got Son of Derson versus Ty, uh, Tyson T-Bone. And then they've got Rio versus Alexis Falcon. Just just a couple of matches that I, I sort of remember off the top of my head. But it's going to be such, going to be such a good show. I've not, I've not been to a Nixon show, but I've heard brilliant things about it. So, um, yeah. yeah. Do you have any news, Nick? <laughs> Um, I haven't been to a wrestling show this week, however, um, some news actually came out for me today. Um, America tickets or America flights have been booked for August. Uh, So flying to Chicago to watch SummerSlam. This is where uh, you you intelligent lads go, oh, isn't it in Boston? Uh, (laughs) uh, Doing a road trip for a two-week trip to Chicago, driving down to, um, to Boston for SummerSlam. So yeah, hopefully stop at Indian, Indian, Indianapolis, um, somewhere in Ohio, probably um, Columbus, and potentially Albany, New York on the way. So yeah, so awesome. the road to the road to Boston, all all roads lead to Boston, as they well say around WrestleMania. But um, no, really excited. Hopefully, obviously had a fantastic time when I was out in New Orleans a couple of years ago. Yeah, a couple of years ago now. So yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's your Wamba show. <laughs> Uh, so it should be uh, should be fantastic. So we're really looking forward to that, and um, say um, hopefully won't see as much wrestling as I did last time, but uh, hopefully see the odd sort of wrestling shows on on route, so to speak. But definitely I'm um, going to be doing um, SummerSlam for sure, and um, hopefully I can persuade a mate uh, who's going. But doesn't Will that really be like... too early for All Out? Is All Out normally? I think you know, All Out is. To be fair, no, All Out was 25th of October. Depends if they clash. I know they're not. I don't... They tend to awesome. be interesting. It might do. I mean, because we are out there for two weeks, so. Um, it shows a week or two after SummerSlam last. I time, think, it? yeah, I think it's going to be you know on the um, weekend that I'm actually flying back. So oh, I think that would be a bit <laughs> The sods will probably be miles away from where we're standing anyway. But, I um, think it's in Chicago. I think they said they're going to be in Chicago every year. So. Oh really? Well, that would be heartbreak. Well, to be fair, I'll be in Boston then, so it would be a bit. <laughs> but I'm hoping to, I'm hoping, there's not many sports, and I'm hoping to watch an MLS Major League Soccer game out there. But and again, annoyingly, you know, like the one thing I hate about America and sports, so it's going off a bit of a tangent here, but is when they do their fixture list, like in football, obviously, when it's Man United at Old Trafford, they're at home too. I, think I hate the way they go. The team is at 
um, yeah. so and so. It's so irritating. <laughs> so it fooled me, thinking, "Oh, fantastic! We've got Chicago on the. We arrive and we can see Chicago against um, New York Red Bulls on the Saturday." Then yeah. it was like, oh, "For Christ's sake, they're at New York Red Bulls." <laughs> yeah. um, so, but no, um, yeah, hoping that, hoping to. Uh, Obviously, yeah, looking forward to that. Hopefully, as I get tickets, that's the next hurdle now. So, flights all sorted now. It'll just be, um, yeah, accommodation and all sorts. Booking fun stuff to do. Cool. All right, so on the show, we have an interview with rising Brits rest star Harry McKenney, making a return to the show. It's just a quick catch-up. And then we'll be previewing NXT TakeOver Portland. But first, a little bit of news. So, we start with the WWE News, uh, Kel Cross and Tim Thatcher, two highly sought after free agents, have reported to the performance center, according to WWE. Um, do you want a little, for those who don't know, I'll build a little bit of background on them. So, to be Thatcher's 36, he's the longest reigning champion, and he was the final ever holder of the Dragon Gate Open to Freedom Gate Championship. Um, he's been in promotions like um, Pro Wrestling Gorilla, Rev Pro, Major League. Uh, wrestling, among others. Um, he's also had a long history with Walter. Um, they, they competed under the faction Ring Camp. Ring Camp. <laughs> and then Keller Cross, 34, started his career in, uh, in 2014. Um, worked in Lucha Underground as the White Rabbit, wrestled in AAA, mainly um, teaming with Johnny Mundo and Pat Morrison. Uh, he spent the last couple of years in Impact Wrestling before he was granted his release a couple of months ago. Um, and yeah, he's the girlfriend, boyfriend of Scarlett Bordeaux, who's also recently signed for WWE. So you're excited by these two signs? Buzzing about Thatcher. Um, really, I've been mean, out of all of the lads, I mean, this is no disrespect to Walter, but out of all the Ring Camp lads, he was actually my favourite, Timothy Thatcher. Oh. Um, I, know, I didn't. I didn't realize he was an American. I thought he was British, European. I didn't. I didn't. It wasn't until I was read, read him. It wasn't until he was on MLW a couple of weeks ago. Oh, he, I didn't know that as well. Um, oh, I did, didn't know that. Um, Shall they announced him from California? Well, I thought he was from Germany. Yeah, I thought he was British as well. Yeah, wasn't well, for that. I think he'll he'll do well. I hope. I hope. Fingers crossed. I kind of want there to be a bit of a. Um, I'm hoping it'll be the original free in Ring Camp, um, Thatcher, um, Axel Jr. Yeah, well, kick the other two out, maybe um, if they can maybe potentially start a faction. But um, I think they'll, they'll be all right. And I mean, Wolf, I think Wolf kind of needs to be in a faction. Um, I mean, maybe they could reunite Sanity, but obviously just without Young and Eric Young and um, Nicky Cross. So. It's just the two of them then I guess um, him and Dane maybe they could just form a, a sort of a monstrous tag team which I suppose could work but, mm. uh, but no so don't know too much about Killer Cross but only heard fantastic things so uh, really excited to see uh, obviously what he can bring to the party of NXT but um, Thatcher I suppose will Thatcher go to NXT UK or will he just well, has it, has it, it hasn't been announced he's just reported to Performance Centre at the moment so the, the reports I've read, they reckon he's going to go to the NXT UK. Everyone seems yeah. to think he will be. So. That would make sense. So I imagine he'll potentially could even come in and feud with Walter. So one of the best progress matches I've seen was a triple threat match at uh, Progress at Addy Paddy 2017 when it was mm. Walter versus Matt Riddle versus Thatcher and a triple threat for the, uh, for the then Progress Atlas title, which was so absolute superb match so yeah. he, could, he could he could I mean, we've been saying on the show before about NXT UK that Walter hasn't actually got any big sort of sort of opponents unless you go down the previous route again of done sort of tied debate again which whilst they're great matches you kind of don't want to keep seeing the same matches over and over again so mm. I mean he could even he could even jump in straight into a feud with Walter which I suppose would be which would be great to see yeah, and for myself, um, a big, big fan of Timmy uh, Thatcher, sorry. Um, when me and Stephen were talking about wrestlers we'd like to see in ROH, uh, he was top of my list. Uh, obviously, he's gone this way. Um, yeah, in, in terms of his wrestling ability, it's fantastic. But much like I said on the ROH review, if the, you know, Mark and Jay uh, Briscoe aren't cosmetically pleasing, um, Timmy Thatcher's missing some teeth and stuff, so uh, it's a bit of a weak excuse why WWE didn't sign the Briscoes. Um, 
And for, for Killer Cross, much like yourself, Chris, uh, you know, saw his impact run. Uh, love the the cross on people's uh, you know backs and chests and things yeah, that's, that that's nature. A great great storyline. So. Brilliant storyline. Um, and then yeah, he just uh, like he refused to bleed and stuff unless everyone had a test and things that nature, wasn't it? So, mm-hmm. um, and he and he wanted he wanted to leave and they wouldn't let him leave. So uh, glad he's got his release and and like you said. Uh, He's, he's there with his girlfriend, Scarlett Bordeaux, a uh, very lucky man. And, yeah, it's, it, it is his time to shine. And he brings something completely different to what they've got. So, um, yeah, brilliant. I've seen their picture next to each other in the article I've had today. I reckon they'll make a great team. If now we don't have the bar and the revival look like they're going, if they want to... A tag team that's technically brilliant, but is a hard hit, and they look like men's men. Yeah, this studios will be a great team if they had Bordeaux as their manager. I think I can see it. It'd be well, they'll definitely be cheered if they've got well, no, so like because she she does play the heel quite well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if if you know, if a, a really attractive woman is managing a tag team, yeah, they probably will be cheered. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's a really really cool uh, idea. Um, yeah, and call them cosmetically pleasing, uh, <laughs> as I've as just stated. So um, yeah, um, Cross is a is a is a good looking man. It, he's he's a very good looking man. Um, <laughs> uh, no, that would be a really cool idea um, because you don't want to get want them getting lost in the shuffle in terms of singles. So if you put them as a tag, I mean, them against like the Undisputed Era and stuff, if they went to NXT and if they went to NXT UK against um, it's uh, Gallus, isn't it? I think Gallus. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, that would really refresh the division. Um, so, yeah, cool idea there, Chris. And if it happens, we can say that, you know, you you brought it to our attention. So. Cool. I am a, uh, the Universal Championship match for Saudi Blood Money has been uh, announced. So it's a uh, um, Fiend versus Goldberg. <laughs> I'm actually really. I shouldn't be saying this, but I'm actually really excited for this. I, I, um, I, I, it can't be a squash. It, it it, but it can't last. 20 minutes. I don't know how they're going to work this. Well, uh, that, that's the thing. I mean, who knows what's going to happen. I mean, it's it's like completely different. It's, it's only Saudi. I mean, if they did this at like an actual pay-per-view sort of thing, then yeah, I could, I'd probably wouldn't be that sort of happy. But Saudi's such mm. a crazy show. It's almost like a free hit in a way because it's whatever happens is going to be a disaster. <laughs> be it wrestling I can, or... I can see him Spear and the fee and the fee gets up. Spear and the fee and the fee gets up. Spear and the fee and the fee gets up. Goes for another spear. Turns into the claw. And he. The claw! You said this hasn't been done on a pay per view, Nick. Do you not remember the Kevin Owens Goldberg match? Or a different wrestler. Yeah, a different wrestler. That was a couple of years ago. <laughs> that was fine as well. That led to what needed to lead to. It led to Orange Jericho. It led to... Um, but Orange Jericho for the Universal title would have been better than Goldberg versus Lesnar. Yeah, but no, I, just, um, I think with, with, with this, um, as I say, I think this is kind of the best sort of way to... Providing Goldberg doesn't nut a door on his way out to the ring. Yeah. I think this should be... Um, <laughs> this should be... Um, I think, obviously, it's, it's one of those things. It's at Saudi... It's just something different. Obviously, Daniel Bryan doesn't refuse to work the Saudi shows as well. So it was them getting an opponent. But I think it's kind of, I think it's quite a nice little bit of short-term booking. It's only a few weeks away, so I imagine we'll see some sort of um, promos and stuff on SmackDown. It'll probably actually improve the SmackDown ratings, getting Goldberg's intent, getting Goldberg in. Um, and also as well, we've been sort of talking about using Legends correctly. This will really only help if White does, well, you'd like to think White will win. Again, he can add he can add sort of Goldberg to his list of legends on that wall that he sort of killed off, which yeah. I think is the best way to kind of book legends these days, sort of thing. And I, I really actually enjoyed as well Goldberg's uh, little squash on Dolph. I think I said it on the show last week. I did actually enjoy Goldberg's so, squash, so, on squ- squ- squash on Dolph. Squash on Dolph. Eight months ago, he gets you a universal title match. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he, never, he never lost the title. 
title. He never had his rematch for <laughs> beat Lesnar. If we then go and ignore the rule, then Triple H and Shane McMahon came out and said there's no more rematches. <laughs> um, so, yeah, contradicted themselves again. But, um, no, I think from, from a Saudi banter point of view, I've got no qualms with it. And, in a way, I'm actually kind of interested. I mean, if you had said it's um, why it rains versus at, at this thing, I'd have been like, yeah, OK. But this is actually kind of wants me to tune into the Saudi I, show now. I just haven't got a clue how they're going to book it. Apart yeah. from the, the way I said, they just go for spear, 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 and then he gets caught on the last spear. And it lasts, like, three minutes. But... He's in fairly good shape, though. To be fair, Goldberg. I mean, you see his Instagram stuff and Twitter. He's not—he's not out of shape. You don't look at him and like look at him like. He's never oh, been—he's sh- never been out of shape. He just can't. He's only got like four moves he can do. That's the way he can't do more. <laughs> uh, but I've got spear jackhammer and a kick. I think the best part about this is the unpredictability. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, you go. No, I was going to say, how, how pissed off would you be if you bought a ticket for SmackDown this week? Have him advertised live, and be like, oh, okay, at least we're going to see Goldberg's entrance. Then for it to turn out he's via satellite. <laughs> <laughs> this segment deserves way more credit. Look, how fun. I, I didn't even, because I was kind of watching it. We was um, I was out after drinking after the Brighton game on Saturday. So it came, it was actually on on BT after the Brighton game. So it was on in the pub. Um, and I saw it earlier, mm-hmm. and obviously I'd, I was a bit worse aware at this point, so I had to rewatch SmackDown <laughs> the next day. But um, so I didn't even they had it like a score sense of news running down the thing saying Rambling Rabbits died at age 27. And it was like, Huskers <laughs> the, pig. the Pig's now joined, like a, he's got like a new health kit going. So. <laughs> and then Mercy the Buzzard was doing the weather. <laughs> Did you think about giving up drink after you saw this, Nick? Well, I was sort of... Quite, it was a bit awkward because I was about 11 lads who... Only about one of them, who's actually coming to me at SummerSlam, kind of likes wrestling, but then still doesn't watched it for years. So it was hard trying to explain <laughs> this is actually WWE. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but um, <laughs> went to the segment the next day. I mean, I don't know if it's the, ha- the, hangover, the, the hangover in me talking, but I was crying with laughter watching the segment the next day. It was brilliant. <laughs> Have you seen um, local advertisements in Philadelphia are showing that Roman Reigns, Corbin... Uh, Nakamura, Daniel Bryan, Strowman, and Bobby Roode are going to be in the Elimination Chamber. It's for the number one contendership for WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I saw that uh, yesterday online. Yeah. It's Bobby well, Roode, don't, don't deserve a number one contendership match. Probably the same amount of things as Dolph Ziggler's done. <laughs> and I, and I, 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 I love out. Dolph Ziggler, but um, yeah. Ziggler's not in the match. Isn't he not? No. It's oh, Reigns, okay. Corbin, Rude, Nakamura, Brian, and Strowman. Oh, okay. Uh, what you said about uh, Goldberg beating him eight months ago, leading to Goldberg. <laughs> oh, match. That's, that's what I meant, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, do you think that will be the match? I can't think of anybody else that are missing from. They could, unless they threw something like John Cena, somebody came back and took out Bobby Roode. <laughs> yeah, well, I think you need someone who's going to sort of, no disrespect to him, but someone like Lloyd will drop out straight away to Reigns. Um, yeah. And obviously have his first, well, to be eliminated first from the chamber sort of thing. But um, I don't, I think it'll be, I think Reigns should win. I think it's got past that stage of sort of the the, the huffing and puffing going, oh, God, Reigns is going to win the Rumble. Um, to I think now it, I think he should win. I actually want him to win. Um, I think he deserves to have a title match at WrestleMania, not just because of all of the um, obviously the disaster he had at the start of last year, the end of 2018. But I just think the way he's been booked since he's come back, he's had to endure a lot of crap as well. That yeah. with Corbin has been pretty much. Wished. So I, I think he deserves. Yeah, <laughs> I think he does deserve um, the title match. And I think as well as fans, I mean, a majority of fans, and we still get obviously the people that boo him, but I think a lot of people are more than happy to sort of re... How do you sort of say it? Almost like re- reset everything, going to a reset mode, going, OK, it work out last time. Let's give it a go again to see if he can be a good baby face sort of thing, Rain. So um, I, 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 I think he will win the Elimination Chamber, um, and I kind of want him to as well. I think the, the situation is here. If it isn't Reigns, who's it going to be? And my only concern with the Elimination Chamber lineup is 
Um, I guess we're not going to see an IC title match on Elimination Chamber. No. And that's always, you know, sad because I love the IC title. I guess they should use the IC title to elevate you to the world title level. So mm-hmm. putting the IC title in the number one contendership match makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but then if you've got a multi, I'd love it to change before the elimination uh, chamber, but then they they don't want to. Uh, I think they'd need to give Strowman a long run, a long run with this. So. It's his yeah. first singles title. He has to have a decent run with it. So. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah no. and to be fair, he's one of the biggest lads on the roster. I mean, you can't if he's six men, you can't say Strowman doesn't deserve to be in there ahead of six men. So. I do get the point about the title being on the line, but with someone like Braun Strowman holding it, I just can't see how you can physically put someone, no disrespect, I don't know, someone like Cesaro, someone like, I don't know, like someone like Shorty G or someone in there ahead of Braun Strowman. Could have put Mustafa Ali in there um, after he got taken out of the chamber uh, last year, but then he's fallen so far down in the totem pole, it wouldn't be realistic, would it? So. Okay, so that's about it for all the news, uh, all the news there in wrestling this week. Um, so we've all, it's now time for our interview with Harry McKenney. Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious. I'm Chris Lappin and I'm live at the Fusion Nightclub in Liverpool with Harry McKenney. How are you yes. this evening, Harry? I'm good, how are you? Very well, thank you. <laughs> so how have you been since we last week? All right, I've been busy. I'm very tired all the time. Um, and I, I hate work, basically. And I just want to wrestle, but... I like money, so, <laughs> unfortunately. I'm wrestling here. Yeah, since you last week, you've probably RWA heavyweight champion. Yeah, so. yeah, madness. It just came out of nowhere, to be honest. I've been in the feud with Robert Riley, and then he I won the title. That was an out of nowhere, and it was like, I'm just still holding on to it now. So how, how far did you actually find out you were to get the title? Was it that day? Yeah, it was that, yeah. Wow. It was that day, yeah. It was a couple of hours before. Um, in fact, it was probably about an hour before. <laughs> wow. I was, yeah, that, that it was nailed on. That it was, yeah, so. so so for those who've been here at our first interview, what prompted yeah. you to first get on the tights against the ring? Yeah, so literally being a fan since like, I was like three, <laughs> which is like no age. I, I remember, I remember first picking up some wrestling figures. That's what got me into That's it. Right, right, and it was, um, yeah, and it's the first match was um, it was Shelton Benjamin and someone I can't remember who else it was, but it was <laughs> Shelton Benjamin. He drew me in, and then ever since then, um, I just wanted to do it. Found RWA and then. Started wrestling. Yeah, so, in yeah. 2005, 2006. Yeah, yeah. Chelsea Benjamin wasn't it? Yeah, it was 06. I think it might have been, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it was, it was great. You know, it was amazing back yeah. then. So, 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 was Shelton Benjamin your first favourite wrestler growing up? Or? Yeah, it was like yeah. Shelton Benjamin, Edge, Edge, and Christian, just them three for some reason. It was just like a, a little vary of all of them, but I just, they were just all like crazy in their own way. So, yeah. it was like, <laughs> they just drew me in. So, yeah. I don't know why, but it was just. I just like them. Yeah. Yeah, so, so, have you seen that show Table for Free? On yeah, the, so yeah. So, if you yeah. could pick two wrestlers to put a Table for Free with, yeah. Would you pick them? Uh, yeah, that's the and Christian because it, it, I'll, I'll boss it that day. The story. You wouldn't even have to talk. I know. It'd just be, yeah. I'd just be like that in awe <laughs> of both of them. But, yeah, literally. No, there could be so many people. There would be like, like um, I've seen just interviews with everyone that's been in the road from like any time past like the 90s is just mad yeah <laughs> you know what i mean it'd be great so, so being a being a teenager how important was the advent of social media been for guys and the scene yeah like i don't really know how people would have done it back in the day obviously yeah, i know they, they have to send stuff off but it's i interviewed uh sugar duggerton yeah. he said he literally had to set up a tape like, yeah camera yeah yeah we're so lucky nowadays but people still like it's still hard to reach people sometimes people just don't reply and like don't get back to you but it's like it's so much easier to like get in touch with people so that's how you see people, like especially as a teenager we know social media better than anyone like yeah. so it, yeah, we grew up with them not easier to put a few links in yeah yeah you go on for a job interview with a cv that's all i do i have a cv <laughs> professional if you can be but so how do you want to be remembered in the business? Uh, oh god, uh, just as someone who always tries to entertain the crowd, yeah. but like, I want to be, and also from great gear. Yeah, <laughs> your recent gear is really good. Thank you, and I'm, I'm getting some new gear as well. Little spoiler, yeah. um, and it's it's quite similar, but it's just I just love the colours, um, and just someone that wasn't the same as everyone else because I've like there's sometimes you go and you're like. 
there's loads of people who are the same, maybe, or I'm trying to be different to everyone else, which is, it might happen, it I, might I not. can't wait to see you when you're, like, 22, 23, yeah. you're so good now, and you're Nothing, 17. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> me back, me back might be a bit done in by then, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Nah, hopefully not, hopefully not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this will be a fun one or not. So if you were arrested with no explanation, what would your arrested? friends and family wow. assume you'd done? Um, <laughs> probably, like, ran out of a restaurant or playing or something, like... I'm not. I'm not really that mischievous. No. Uh, or robbed like a protein bar from the gym yeah. from like the place of work in because I always, I always try and sneak. Try to Kit Kat there. Or <laughs> it's a protein Kit Kat. Hey, it's also raspberry. Hey, that sounds good. That sounds good. Like the two grenades or something. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anything with the word protein and chances. That's why. That's why I have to rob them or like try and get on the slide or like a free ones. It'd let you be something stupid like that, though. Alright, so you're probably going to say a load of bands I've never heard of because I'm nearly 40, so yeah. what's your workout playlist? <laughs> oh, you know what? It's <laughs> oh, it's very, very... It's it's my usual playlist, so I literally have like Oasis, Stone Roses. Oh, so it's yeah, my, just the stuff I listen to. The and stuff then, I listen to when I was 50, Yeah, 60, literally. <laughs> um, like, the MAs now and just all sorts, all sorts. Literally, yeah. Art and Monkeys are quite up there as well. Any any indie band from the eighties, nineties, and two thousand. That's literally my genre. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, last question. So, if you had a superhero ability, what would you like? Mm, fly, because that gets you far in wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, literally just fly everywhere, and flip. Be a, oh, be a gymnast. I don't know. I'm not a gymnast, so you can make me need fly. That's what I want. I don't know whether that's a thing, but yeah. Sure. Uh, do you want to promote your social media? Yes, yeah, so Twitter is at um, the HMCK. Instagram is the Harry McKenney, and Facebook will be Harry McKenney as well, which either me personal or me wrestling one. Either way, you'll find me somewhere. So. Yeah, so. I'll put all the links in the description below yeah. the interview, so thank I've you. really enjoyed having you on again. Yeah, thank so. you. That was a great interview and a very much thank you very much, Harry, for coming on there. Um, I'm sure Chris had a great time interviewing him. So, um, yeah, we've got the NXT TakeOver Portland this uh, Saturday, Sunday evening. It's the first TakeOver to actually be on a Sunday, I believe I'm right in yep. saying. Um, I think a very good so. climate. I think so. Yeah, I believe it is. Um, I know they're usually on a Saturday, but it's <clears> changed. Maybe it on a, have it on a Sunday. Uh, well, if else is on, then it's, it's okay to go on a Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. Gives it a bit of a makes that a bit more uh, higher up as well, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, six matches announced uh, for the show. A very strong okay. lineup. Um, so in no particular order, we'll start off with Rhea Ripley against Bianca Belair, singles match for the NXT Women's Championship. Um, I mean, I personally can't see past Rhea Ripley, but what do you think? Um. I'm I'm behind on shows, so you got to bear with me. Uh, I'm guessing that Charlotte Rhea Ripley is going to be WrestleMania with with the interactions I've heard about. Um, so yeah, uh, Rhea Ripley's got to retain. But if if Charlotte wasn't in the picture, then they've got to pull the trigger on Bianca Belair ASAP when it comes to title matches because she's going to be known as um, somebody who can't win the big one. But um, with Charlotte in the background, I think Rhea Ripley retains. Yeah, I, I completely agree. But um, yeah, as mentioned, I completely agree. Uh, but I just hope Bianca Belair comes out of it looking quite strong. Obviously, she had a great rumble, so um, I'm sure I'm sure they will. I do trust the booking of NXT, so I'm sure it certainly won't be a squash. Far from it. I reckon it'll be. She will push Rhea all the way to the win, and. Um, as I say, I'm sure the big things will lie ahead with her in NXT this year or even potentially um, a potential call-up post-WrestleMania weekend when they do the, if they do the Superstar Shake-Up for that one. So Yeah, um, she's definitely, you know, going to be NXT Women's Champion. It's just a matter of when as opposed to if. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, uh, so second match is uh, Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano in a grudge match. Um, obviously the rivalry has been going on for a few months now since Balor sort of came to NXT did his heel turn um, I think the build to this has been fantastic I've really really loved the Balor heel storyline uh, not even just for the build up for Gargano but the, the whole booking since he's joined NXT I think has been great with him really sort of chasing his steps intrigued to yep. see where it goes and um, obviously Johnny Takeover Johnny Wrestling 
you just don't, you just always know what you're going to get. You're never going to be disappointed after the match. So I think this has probably got the potential to be, well, it should be odds on favourite to be matched tonight. Um, I am really torn out who I who I want and who I think will win this match. Um, what do you reckon? Uh, for myself, you, you're saying about uh, Finn Balor. I think he's doing the best work of his WWE career so far. Um, he's so good as a heel. There's like flashbacks to when he was Prince Divot in New Japan, and and obviously the the formation of the Bullet Club first time around when it when it come to be. Um, much like you've torn on this, I will take a Finn Balor win if it's by nefarious means. Um, because of the best work of his career. And if Gargana wins, do we get a rematch? So if Bala wins from nefarious means, we get Gargano, Bala too, and everyone wants to see that. So I'll go yeah, I think I agree with you there. I think Balor, Balor to win. And you could even do, as I say, a, um, NXT. Like, you could even make, go a bit extreme. You could do like um, a stipulation match at the TakeOver. Um, uh, where's WrestleMania again? TakeOver Tampa. Um, yeah. Going blank then. TakeOver Tampa. You could do a sort of stipulation match. You'd even throw in potentially loser leave or loser has to go back to the or go to the main roster sort of thing. Loser leaves NXT sort of thing. Um I think, yeah, I think Balor would make sense given it's his first takeover, I believe he's competing on since. Oh, no, second takeover, isn't it? Uh, match. Well, it's, it's, the it's, brand. it's the... Oh, OK, yeah. And, so did and he World's compete at War Games? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, Worlds Collide, but... Yeah, I think I think there's just I think with Balor, he's on such a run at the moment. I would keep that going, but as I say, it will be a it will, one thing is for sure. Uh, I just hope it lives up to the hype, and I'm thinking NXT these matches tend to usually do. Uh, don't need to be a curse to the commentator there though. Mm-hmm. Um, match number three, uh, you've got the undisputed era. Obviously, Bobby Fish and Carlo Riley, the current champions, against yep. the. Uh, the, the team that won the Dusty Classic, the Broserweights, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. Um, mm-hmm. I've absolutely loved um, the team of Matt Riddle, Pete Dunne. I think they've gone so well. Even the segment this week, it shouldn't make me laugh, but it did with just him. I don't know what the song was about, about Bobby Fish. Um, I don't know what the song was. It was like Bobby Fish loves the fish because obviously Bobby Fish used, um, obviously saying we got bigger fish to fry at the moment. And then yeah. uh, Riddle caught up on it. Just the little basics of that have just made these two a fantastic team of Riddle sort of mucking around, Dunn looking serious and just done, Pete Dunn kind of at his best, really, I think. Yeah. Um, and for that reason, I, I really hope that the Broserweights win because I've just loved the tag teams. I've really enjoyed them together as a team. And I think if they keep put the titles on them, it can also lead to a potential split and what have you further on down the line, a feud as well. So I would love the Bros Weights to win. That's who I'm going to go for. Uh, what, you, what do you think? Yeah, and, and just, a, just a quick snippet. I, uh, when I was speaking to Tony DeVito, which I mentioned earlier, mm. he trained Bobby Fish. So oh, really? um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, look out for that in the near future. Um, yeah, I think like Roddy lost the title to Keith Lee, didn't he? So um, I think this is another kind of split, um, splintering of the undisputed era after they held all the gold. So the Bros weights win, um, and then the only person in undisputed era that's got gold is the person who originally had it, and that was Adam Cole. Before we move on, but a uh, cracking match. Love uh, Pete Dunn, you know, fellow Brummy. He's like mm-hmm. silent assassin kind of role, and Matt Riddle just being like uh, like Rob Van Dam kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> it's really cool. And when when the fans were chanting, you know, Riddle's gonna smoke you and stuff. It was it was quite cool. So yeah, it's getting uh, over that as well. It's, 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 it's really getting team. over. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, new tag team champions. 100%. We've agreed on quite a lot so far. I think that's three out of three we've agreed on. Um, I know, we, we don't tend to agree, Nick. So this is a, uh, you know, this is a history-making show, ladies and gents. Exactly. I think Chris uh, Chris having to leave early, I think, has uh, sparked us into agreement. We're joining, making a new alliance against Chris. No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you wouldn't be able to feed your answers for the quiz, would you, if you, you were in an alliance with me? 
I was thinking while <laughs> saying that as well. <laughs> the fourth match is another grudge match, and um, obviously would have been a takeover without a stipulation match. So it's Dakota Kai versus Tegan Knox in a street fight. Uh, a gift. This really is a stacked card. This is another yep. match. This is another feud that's been booked to perfection. Uh, Love the heel turn at, at War Games. Really, it's mm-hmm. one of those ones where it really does shock you. Like you like. When, when it happened, it sort of happens quite quick and everything, and you just didn't see it coming. So I thought yeah. that was done to a T. And um, I think as well, just since, I think the booking's been, I'd, I'd like, the, even, again, little, little snippets, like with um, the way that um, they didn't put, I don't think they put Dakota Kai in the actual Battle Royal. I think the reason behind that later on counter was like, no, well, well, I don't want to face Tegan Knox sort of thing. Why would I sort of thing if she's going to be in the Battle Royal sort of thing? So just little things like that have been, have been really good. And, um, yeah, a street fight's the perfect way to conclude this feud when it's got to a, sort of to a boiling point level. Um, again, for terms of winner, I'm really struggling, but I think I'll go for a bit almost like the Finn Balor way, as she's since the heel turn, she's, I think I would go for Dakota Kai. Yeah. Um, for myself, I, this could have been and, and, and may still be the, the Candice LeRae Io Shirai of uh, 2020. Uh, the feud that they had, mm-hmm. uh, you know, obviously it was it was fantastic. And in terms of Dakota Kai's uh, heel turn, we're still talking about it three months later, Nick. So it obviously uh, resonated. Um, my concern with this is uh, they had a one-on-one match, and I know it was by nefarious means, but um, Tegan Knox won that match. So uh, I don't know if I would have done that. I would have just had them no contests fight because they don't want to kill each other. So um, that's the book, you know, it's a fantasy booker in me. Um, but yeah, I think Dakota Kai, because of Tegan Nazi's injuries, you know, being out of the May Young Classic and, and things of that nature, she needs a big win and she needs it soon. Um, but by the same token, uh, you know, for Dakota Kai, if she doesn't get a, a huge win as a heel, um, is she going to be you know, stops before she can, you know, make a run for the title and stuff. So it is a toss-up. I'm going to say Tegan Knox gets revenge. Uh, Yeah, because in a street fight, it's kind of clean, isn't it? Um, You can't really win a street fight by nefarious means, I don't think. So I think Tegan Knox has to get revenge. But I'm seriously hoping it's not the end of the feud because these two could produce magic in NXT and it could be one of the feuds of the year come uh, the end of 2020 if given the the opportunity. So I'm hoping it's just the the first chapter of a good book. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. I've really enjoyed this feud as well. And um, no, it's uh, sad. It's our first one we've disagreed on, though, I must say. (laughs) Um, The fifth match, the penultimate match here, we've got is a singles match for the NXT North American Championship. We touched on it earlier uh, with Roderick Strong losing the title to Keith Lee. And he'll face again his, uh, well, an ongoing rivalry, I suppose we could say, but ongoing friendly rivalry, uh, Dominic Dijakovic. Uh, We've seen, obviously, how great... We've seen how great the matches have been on, um, obviously, on just on NXT episodes, sort of thing, since they've gone to the live shows. And they've been great. Um... I sense a potential heel turn from Dijakovic. Um, I just feel like with this match, I mean, again, they're having another friendly match. Keepley kind of comes out on top again. It, it just kind of sparks, that would spark some sort of heel turn, in my opinion. Yeah. And um, I do think, um, so, so I think Keepley will win. Uh, but I just think, I think Keepley will win. I think it'll be another great, match for us in the two and I just got a feeling after the match we, we may well see a hill turn from Dijakovic just for the simple factor of he's lost to Keith Lee again basically um, yeah I don't know what you think about that um, you know I called this way back when for anyone who, who, who questions what I'm about to say I had Dijakovic uh, Dijakovic sorry um, turning heel and joining the Undisputed Era I, th- I think Ooh. I had it. Yeah, I had it before um, NXT War Games two, so November because we just talked about the card, didn't we? I thought it was going to happen in that match. Um, I think 
because if you look at the undisputed era in this situation, Roddy's not on the card. The undisputed, uh, sorry, uh, Fish and O'Reilly could you lose the tag titles. Uh, Champa could possibly beat Cole if all of these things happen and something major doesn't happen to reinforce the undisputed era. They're in in real trouble, aren't they? So um, I. They're not going to change the title from Keith Lee um, under any circumstances. Uh, well, no, actually, no. They could change the title from Keith Lee to Dijakovic because of Undisputed Era involvement. And and then, obviously, he helps Cole uh, keep the title as well. Um, you know, fancy booking and stuff. Uh, and then Lee makes a run at, at Adam Cole's title. Um so that could happen. But yeah, if if Undisputed Era lose a, a ton of matches on this um, show, then something big has to happen for them. So I'm going to make the bold prediction of, yes, he's going to turn heel. He's going to join the Undisputed Era. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna go with uh, Cole wants to recruit him. So he, he is the new NXT North American champion. And then Keith Lee... Big beastly Keith Lee makes a run at Adam Cole's uh, NXT Championship. Love your booking. Um, it does move on nicely to the main event of the evening, which is Adam Cole versus Tommaso Ciampa uh, for the NXT title. Uh, <laughs> you've kind of gone for the winner there in Adam Cole. Um, but I, I agree as well. I did think that probably going into, rest, into WrestleMania weekend, um, Cole would be still holding the gold. Um mm. Again, I think with Tommaso, I've just got a feeling as well, like Gargano, I've got a feeling that Tommaso and Gargano will move up to the main roster after WrestleMania. Uh, mm-hmm. I know, obviously, they wanted to do it last year uh, when they sort of went up with Rica, Ricochet and and um, Alistair Black, didn't they, when they were sort of on Raw and SmackDown before Tommaso got injured. Yeah. Um, so I think they were working to that last year, so I've got a feeling that it will happen post-WrestleMania this year. Um, mm-hmm. and I just think, yeah, I think Adam Cole will win. Um I think it could potentially be down to shenanigans um, as well. I think uh, so I've got a feeling that they, they will lose the, t- the tag titles uh, earlier on in the night, so they'll be a bit miffed about that. And yeah. Then, yeah, it could be the case of a new a new a new buddy comes and helps them out. Um, uh, obviously, to make it a five man stable. And yeah, I like the thinking now of Dijakovic. Obviously, wound up, he's lost, or even if he has won the title. But in my sense, even that could be another way of going about it. If he's lost to Keith Lee. Um, he's obviously angry. He's just turned heel. This could be a way to solidify his heel turn, even by you say by joining the undisputed era and having it as a five man band. And it could even go down the route of potential of kicking someone out. Like I know there's been talk of Roddy Roderick Strong versus Adam Cole down the line for the title. So there's, mm. that could that could be food for thought. So yeah, you've got me you've got me sold on that now. So <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go for an Adam Cole shenanigans win. And I think yeah, I like that Dijakovic uh, heel turn solidified by. Um, helping Cole win, and yeah, he goes off with the undisputed era cheering, obviously celebrating with the one title. But um... yeah, just just to add some some more detail to it, um, I'm not sure who will uh, allow uh, Dijakovic to win. Maybe that uh, you know Fish and O'Reilly lose the titles. Roddy's not doing anything, so maybe it's him. And then uh, Dijakovic comes out and helps Cole win to solidify his, you know, him in the group. And the way I was thinking about it was, how do you protect Champa as he's just come back and everyone wants him to win the title? Well, that's your way of protecting Champa. And then for the, yes. the for the Tampa show, uh, sorry Nick, uh, for the Tampa show, all you need is a partner, and you could have Gargano, Champa. And a partner who I can't think of off the top of my head against, uh, you know, uh, Roderick Strong um, and, you know, Carl O'Reilly, Bobby Fish. Um, yeah, I, I can't think of the partner off the top of my head, but you could have a six man there. The Dream, and a, Velveteen Dream, he's just returned. Yeah, yeah, Velveteen Dream could be a good shout because on this beauty era, we're talking about, didn't they? Yeah, um, he just returned a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and and the only thing with that uh, to to build the Tampa card is who goes up against Dijakovic, and maybe um, uh, Damian Priest, maybe him. 
So, um, yeah, I would. That, that's how I would do it. I would, uh, you know, put Dojkovic in with the Undisputed Era because they've got the, the Ring of Honor background, all of them. Yeah. Um, you know, and you protect Champa and you keep Adam Cole champion forever because <laughs> the guy has had an incredible 2019. Uh, I, I would, it would take a lot to remove the title from him. I love the booking and um, I really like that one. Yeah, I think Gargano Champa, that would feel nice. It keeps Tommaso looking strong. You get Gargano Champa on the takeover, um, obviously on the takeover, Tam- uh, takeover Tampa, and then yeah, potentially have them turn up on Raw the next night after Mania as a, as a new as DIY tag team, which originally was the plan, obviously from this time last year. So um, yeah, you could have a have a six man tag or against uh, Carl O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Indeed, lots of options. Yeah. Lots of options indeed. Well, as I say, that's this Sunday and um, take over Portland uh, live on the WWE Network. Bit of a plug. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm plugging them, but um, yeah, no, it should be a fantastic take over Portland. Really looking forward to uh, watching it after work on the Monday. And um, also really looking forward to discussing it on the show next Tuesday. Um, yeah. I think that's about it for us this evening. Um, as I say, uh, me and Oliver signing out due to Chris's uh, early exit. Um, have you got anything else to add, Oliver, before we uh, shoot? Um, no, we, we talked about it in the introduction. I think just uh, exciting times across the board, and uh, yeah, um, I, I'm a little bit behind with NXT, but tonight's show's got me pumped for NXT Portland. Glad to hear it. Well, um, so thank you again for all the listeners. Follow us all. You can follow us on t- uh, on Twitter. Can't even get my words out at <laughs> BBWD Pod. Um, so be sure to or follow BBG us on Wrestling and uh, BBGW Pod, Nick. Oh, there you are. <laughs> Thank you for the correction. Um, <laughs> just hoping. I'm just hoping our listeners know off by heart by now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hoping they do. <laughs> um, but as I say, and uh, BBGWrestling.com as well for the website. I know it off by heart because I have to do it every time. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly, and uh, listen to obviously our fantastic Oliver's Ring of, Ring of, Ring of, Ring of Honor shows. Um, uh, could give that a quick plug, Oliver, whilst we're yeah, just uh, you know, uh, you know, other couple of uh, members of uh, Broken but Glorious wrestling team, myself and and Stephen Jackson, uh, just took on the ROH review um, in November. We're fourteen weeks in now. Uh, we don't have a UK TV deal here in the UK, so we're hoping the fans stay with ROH and with our, our podcast and stuff. We really appreciate, uh, you know, BBG uh, sticking with us and, and giving us a, a platform to, to put our shows on. And yeah, we've turned that into the, the ROH uh, review interview series with the, the two um, interviews that I said earlier and just uh, doing amazing work and the only problem is I'm running on fumes but always uh, happy to be part of the team on the main show so thanks very much for having me Uh, it's an absolute pleasure and uh, thank you from all of us this evening and we will see you all soon good night good night everyone bye for now